This is uh, this is called the tethered one. This is a stick that is sub one pound, and that's with the attachment and everything. Um, I have put a little felt on it to to, to dampen in the noise, but uh, this is a one pound stick. It's amazing how how light that thing is. You pick it up, and it, it's, it's crazy. When guys pick it up that first time, yeah. they're expect like it's almost too fast because they're expecting some weight to yeah, it. Yeah, they handed it to me, and I was like, whoa, you know. <laughs> Award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching and listening. We appreciate uh, all our audience out there, and uh, we love bringing this show to you. Don King is helping me co-host today. Yes, sir, Jason. Thanks for dealing me in today. Appreciate that. As always, Don's a great co-host. Appreciate him being here, and I like your hat. Hey, thanks. It's a lot like the one you've got on, too. <laughs> hey, uh, and just a reminder that uh, they are available online at shop.gooutdoorstennessee.com. All right. Yeah, when you're buying your license or just going for a, you know, they make great gifts, and, uh, you know, Christmas is coming, so, yeah, uh, yeah be prepared. Definitely. And uh, as always, we like to highlight a radio station this week. What do you got there, Don? Yeah, that's right. Our flagship. You know, we had the podcast going. You and Doug started this years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'd been been doing the podcast, doing the podcast, and all of a sudden, we got some interest from a radio station. And that was WZYX, our flagship. We'll call them our flagship uh, yeah. from now on. And uh, we are on uh, the station there at 6 a.m. on Saturday mornings, 1440 a.m., 94.5 and 95.3 FM, and that's in in the Cowan, in Cowan and uh, in near Winchester, you yeah. know, uh, uh, southeast uh, part of the state, and um, Wiseman Media. We appreciate them so much, and that's kind of what got it all started. Now we're up to 23 radio stations, so yeah, uh, we appreciate our radio. Uh, listeners and uh, our hosts. Yeah, yeah, we really do, and and you know it's uh this show's been going strong, uh, two hundred plus episodes, reaching three hundred. I know it's crazy. I know it's hard to believe, but yeah, couldn't do it without the radio stations and and all you guys out there listening on social media and and all the other different platforms. So appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you bet. Well, today I'm excited to have Adrian Wilson. He's the uh, social director for Tethered. I'm excited to talk about this product. I know if you're a hunter out there, you've probably seen the the products and uh, seen people use them, maybe even ventured in and bought bought a, a saddle. But this is going to be a fun conversation. Adrian, thank you for being here. Jason, Don, I'm my pleasure, guys. I'm, I'm excited. I've been watching the show, and you guys are doing some great things. And golly, you said 23 radio stations? Yeah, right? yeah. It's amazing, guys. Good good work. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, um, uh, you know, this uh, – this world of deer hunting there's all kinds of technology and a lot of different products out there and and this product that you've brought to us today is is just amazing but first i wanted to to learn a little bit about you um you know we met uh over social media and we talked last week but uh you've not always been into the outdoors you've not always been a hunter uh tell us a little about your story and then we'll jump into this product well uh i'm 46 years young and i didn't start hunting to us 28. Um, I grew up in the middle of Nashville. I was always an outdoorsman, but not in the hunting industry or hunting world. Um, 
you know, hiking, camping, uh-huh. a little fishing, not knowing what I'm doing fishing, just, you know, <laughs> wetting the line here and there. Yeah. But uh, um, as uh, I, I, I've been a teacher, or I, I was a teacher for a little over 20 years, and, uh, uh, you know, being at different schools, uh, you meet different folks, and uh, um, I was in uh, southern middle Tennessee, and, and uh, one of the, the teachers I was working with uh, introduced me to uh, hunting, and uh, it's it was a natural fit just because I loved being outdoors. You know, and as a kid playing in the woods and army and hide and seek in the oh, woods, yeah, just yeah. something about being out there, you know, uh-huh. and, and nature and just uh, a love and God's creation, all that, all those good things. And uh, I, the first morning I went hunting, it's, it's all she wrote. Like I was done. I was hooked. <laughs> I, I probably went and bought every hunting product I could find on the market. And, and, uh, uh, and we know how that goes. You, you learn which ones are salesy, gimmicky, and, and the ones you need. And right. uh, you, you you mature, and you're like, now you, I look back at uh, uh, some of the stuff I bought. I'm like, man, I wasted a lot of money and stuff <laughs> to help me get these these deer, turkey, or fish, or whatever it is. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I uh, uh, started hunting when I was 28. And, you know, uh, a lot of it was uh, – uh, I, I had a mentor, but uh, – a lot of it was kind of learning my my uh, from negative experiences mostly, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. To, to, Lessons to, learned, yeah. exactly. And and it, you know, and for our radio listeners, Adrian is six five, so you know we had to move the mic up considerably for most of our, you know. But uh, and he had a, quite a basketball career. I mean, he played at the college level. When you're talking about playing at that level, that's that's. That's doing something. Yeah, right? I yeah. could never even make it at my high school, let alone you know <laughs> well, at that I next was, level. I like so. to, to to. I was the the dirty work guy. I was the role player. I was never uh, the star. I was always eager to go in, but when they called my number, I was running up there. Um, <laughs> I uh, I did what I needed to do to get a chance to play. I was, sure, I played uh, locally uh, at Belmont University. Um, grew up, you know, here in Nashville, and. Uh, haven't like you said six five is tall in a lot of circles, but yeah. when you when you get to that college realm of, of athletes, uh, <laughs> and they are six eight to, to seven foot at times, and, and yeah. they still outweigh you. They're not all string beans, but uh, um, I, I've been fortunate to, to to get a chance to do that, and it, it kind of helped mold me into uh, uh, who I am, and you know, learning principles and and stuff like that. And uh, so it's it's been it's been a good experience uh, mentally. I feel like I can still. Play play uh-huh. physically probably not so much um i don't have to run as much in in the hunting world yeah. uh unless I, I i took a bad shot i feel like i have to <laughs> run after the, <laughs> that turkey before he <laughs> you yeah know. before he flies off yeah so uh yeah it's uh uh so that's kind of uh how i got acclimated uh you know i've always been a competitor athlete whatnot so this is the hunting uh uh just fell right in into place and it just uh it just has taken off for me yeah so so you you mentioned earlier turkey hunting is what hooked you right that's what got you out there and you said you hunted every day after that first trip (laughs) he took me he says hey we're going we're going to go turkey hunting tomorrow i was like you want to go and he goes and then he was like no you're going to go and i was like all right so i literally went to walmart and bought all the camo that i could for that first day (laughs) not knowing exactly what i needed and this is how they um Back this galley, this was years ago. This is in the early 2000s, I guess. And I'm talking to 
you used to find people at Walmart that would help you back back oh, then. Yeah, you know? sure, yeah. yeah. And I'm asking this guy, like, I wanted my camo to match. I thought it had to all match. I remember Mossy Oak Obsession. Mm-hmm. I had you have the the gloves and the face mat, and and like I wanted everything to match. Anyway, we we go out that we were in Giles County, and uh, I'd never <laughs> even today. I, I I think it's the most turkeys I pro- gobblers I've ever been around in my yeah, life. Yeah. We're they're we're sitting there and they're roosted all around us in my. When I knew I was hooked is when they first started gobbling in my chest, my heart was rumbling, <laughs> and I've, I just knew I'm doing this forever, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. And literally, I, I went as more of a uh, – I didn't hunt that first morning. I was there on the hunt, but I didn't have a license or anything. He was just trying to suck me in. Uh-huh. It, didn't, it didn't take much. And uh, so uh, I went out and got like an uh, – I guess is it called the apprentice license? Yes, yep. yep. And uh, uh, I literally probably went every day. That was probably a week or two in the season had started at that point. And I, I went every day probably. And I, I wore my buddies out because this was on private land. I didn't know much about public, if anything. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm calling them every night. We going tomorrow. We going tomorrow. And, and they quit answering my phone call. <laughs> and with the apprentice license, you got to do I that. Had, that's exactly yeah, you right. Have that's what, with so, you. so uh, they. They, uh, I was their project, I guess, and uh, it, it took me every day. Uh, and on the last day, I killed a, I killed a bird. Um, and uh, so then it was like, all right, we're going deer hunting this fall now. Yeah, all right. And, that's, and it, it's just, it's just constantly on my mind now. Well, that same feeling, I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's with deer, with turkey. I mean, the oh, heart yeah. races. That you know, it doesn't matter if it's a doe that walks in or a hen or whatever. You get. Fired up. Oh, right. and, and and these guys talk about you know what size this and what size that. And I'm like, and they ask me, and I'm like, guys, if it gets your heart fluttering, you <laughs> shoot that sucker if it's legal, you know? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. It don't 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 apologize for nothing. Yeah, trophy to you could be totally different than a trophy to the next guy. You exactly, know? exactly. Well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, um, I don't want to run out of time, but tell us a bit about your public land hunting. You hunt public land, right? Yep, uh, yep. And you know, and that's where this equipment really comes in. Yeah, cause, for sure. Because you can get so far off the road, you know, without lugging a bunch of stuff that's going to wear you out by the time you get there. That's, you know, and so, that, that's how I got into it. Exactly. Yeah. I, I had a buddy that uh, uh, got into saddle hunting from. Uh, he was on a, a forum that he learned about it, and we. He was my one hunting buddy that we caught, like you know that one guy you share. I saw this. I saw that. And uh-huh. This is where we're going. Yeah. And we were we were lugging uh, climbers into the woods and uh, uh, on those hot Tennessee early bow days. Oh right, yeah. You know you're sweating, you're, you're bulky and, and all that weight, but we loved it, so we're going to do it. You know you're not going to keep us out of the woods, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then the, after a couple of years, he he starts wearing this. It was a homemade do-it-yourself saddle, and I was like, man, you're crazy. You know, it looked like a bunch of. Uh, bells and whistles and moving parts and all this stuff and i watched him for a season do this as i'm lugging in my climber right <laughs> and at the end of the year he's like are you going to try this or not and i was like yeah I'll, you know i was just kind of satisfying him and i sat in it and i was like whoa i knew right then hey i kind of me- messed up here like laughing at him and uh it wasn't long after that i saved up my money and went and bought bought me one and, uh-huh. and I've, it's been almost eight years i guess and i've done it ever since and like you said and you know, you guys watched me walk in here with my gear. I just had a backpack on. Yeah. Everything was there in my pack. Uh huh. Yeah. Super light. The only thing else is misses my bow. And so hunting public land and trying to get away from other hunters or going to better spots. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, it just has really proven nice because there's those days that I can remember, and I had this. You know, we all have this passion for hunting, but there's days I'm like, 
man, I don't want to carry this all the way, in, or I don't want to sweat, or I, don't, right. I, I almost talked myself out of going, but but I, I found this, not that I was over hunting, because I, I wasn't, but I just found this this vibrant energy to go more uh-huh. after I got into saddle hunting. Uh, I had more energy. I wasn't as tired. I had because uh, the weight savings was huge. It yeah. really was. Yeah, it's like uh, growing up. I mean, I wanted the biggest, the the most comfortable, you know, uh, climber that yeah. I could get. And then once I got it, I'm like, man, this is not fun. Right. <laughs> you know, lugging it out there, it's like I need to put it in the tree and leave it all year and just yeah, go back right. to it. But, well, yeah, and, and that's the thing. You, you can't really leave stuff anymore. You know, not on public land. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I I encourage everybody to watch this episode. You sure. know, if you're just listening, be sure and watch this. Uh, go ahead and show us a couple of the elements you brought here with us. Well, with uh, w- one thing we have here this is uh, this is called the tethered one. This is a stick that is sub one pound, and that's with the attachment and everything. Um, I have put a little felt on it to to, to dampen in the noise, but. Uh, this is a one-pound stick. It's amazing how how light that thing is. You pick it up, and it, it's, it's crazy. When guys pick it up that first time, yeah. they're expect like it's almost too fast because they're expecting some weight to yeah, it. Yeah, you handed it to me, and I was like, "Whoa!" You know. But you don't know if you don't touch. You know, actually, and, and we've we've been out of these uh, for some time. COVID, the 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 import export stuffs really messed us up. But mm-hmm. we're supposed to have. These uh, late December, uh, early January. Okay, we're, we're expecting some more. But uh, the one of the cool things about this method is this attachment method. Once it goes around the tree, it's just a real quick circle and an X, and then you're attached, Similar just like to a boat okay. cleat you talked about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like an old boat cleat, and then you're you're on the tree. Uh huh. Um, but th- th- this is uh, there's many ways when it comes to saddle hunting. There's many ways to climb uh-huh. where it's legal. Some guys can use lineman spikes, mm-hmm. I, and and I love those. You know, we, we really? that's not a tethered yeah. product, but it's like I feel like a little little squirrel just shimmying up the tree because <laughs> it's fast. Yeah, you know, I just put those things on, um, and and but again, it's not legal on a lot of public lands uh, where I hunt. So, but but this method. Uh, and because they're so light and they attach to my pack, uh, it's just super simple and easy just to get up a tree. And with the, the weight savings, it just makes it phenomenal. I've added a little uh, um, rope here, and I'll hang it from my saddle. And when I go up, um, these things ta- attach to each other, and they lock on. So I just yank one off and put them uh-huh. up as I go. I don't have to keep going up and down. Every I'm all up in one trip. Uh-huh. I'm all up in one trip, and I got a bow rope that I'll just pull my bow up. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the tethered one stick. So um, that's how you get there. So what are you, what are you sitting in when they say a saddle? Let's so see that. This is uh, this is our our tethered phantom. We have uh, this saddle. We have the we have a new. It's a phantom as well, but it, it's it's called the XL. Uh-huh. This was so. Um, sought after and, and, and became really popular uh, as far as the way it felt. But some of the bigger guys um, had bigger backsides than others. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we we just we didn't change anything. We just made it a little bit bigger. Okay. Yeah. And so um, so we, we 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 did that. So we wanted you know everybody to be able to do it. You know, kids can do it. Women can do it. Big guys, small guys. Um, but uh, see if I can put this on here. All right. And uh, I'll kind of show you. Yeah, if you're if you're listening on the radio, go check out the the show and and go check out their website. Uh, you know, it's uh, tetherednation.com. You can see a lot of this 
Uh, I learned how, a bunch. Yeah. You just log into or click on the website, and it pops up, auto, auto plays a video that pretty much tells the story. I mean, yeah. you, you see the guy putting it on like Adrian's doing now. and and uh, So um, these right here, yeah. th- these are, uh, we call these sys haulers, store your stuff. Oh, and, okay, got it. Store your stuff. Yeah, I like that. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And so and, and on my right side here, I have my release. I have my tree tethered. This is what I attach around the tree to lock in, uh-huh. and I'll put the, that around my bridge. So I'm basically, I'm leaning back. I'm facing the tree. For guys that don't know that, so I'll be facing the tree. And, and you know, at first I was like, man, that's kind of weird. You know, you're facing the tree. You don't. You know, there's some old climbers that you could do that, but like, uh, and I found that I like it because the way I hunt. I'm playing the wind, which you know I think most guys probably do. So if the wind's in my face, I'm expecting the deer to come that way. Hopefully, which they could come from anyway. We know uh-huh. that too. But so I'm I'm hidden. I've got got and, the tree and, between you. And 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 you can. The cool thing is um, there's many diameter trees. I don't have like a specific number to give, but I, right. You know something like this I can get in. Yeah. You know, and that's the cool thing about the setup. Because Four or five inches. Yeah. I mean, You're not going to be able to do that with a lot of climbers uh-huh. or lock-ons. Um, so I can almost get in every tree. doesn't matter if they have branches and whatnot. I can move move around those. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, I, I've got the, these that store most of my stuff. Um, this right here is called the His Strap, H-Y-S, and hang your stuff. Okay. So this is public land legal. So I will hang this around the tree. And you see all these, like it's like molly loops around it. And I'll hang this around the tree. So I hang mine about right here, and then I've got little uh, S beaners mm-hmm. that uh, clip in, and I can hang stuff on it. And it, and, and the attachment is here. Yeah. So it's it's all public. Simple little buckle, yeah. And then I'll have uh, my uh, this is called a hero clip, and this is how I hang my bow. Oh yeah, so perfect. I'm a lefty, or I shoot lefty, so. It'll be on this side of the tree, so my bow's right here. Mm-hmm. So that goes along with uh, hiding behind that tree too. You know, uh, the fact is too because I'm I'm, I'm going to be standing on my platform. It's like a little mini mini stand. Uh-huh. This weighs two two and a half pounds at most, and I got I I, I got a size twelve boot. We make this is our Predator XL, and we have an uh, just a regular Predator. I can use either. I prefer this during the rut. It's a long day sit. Yeah. I just got a little bit more room. Mm-hmm. I'll grab the regular one in early season for more quick hunts. It's just a little lighter. But the the cool thing is I can as I'm standing on this, I can go I can shoot three sixty around the tree. <laughs> because um let me put this here. Because I can I can go to the side and I I can go here. Like if this is the tree where the microphone is, I can go here, I can come over, and I can shoot here, and I can turn around. There's yeah. not depending on your environment, but there's not really any shot I, I can't take. Now, some guys will say, What about the offside shot? Now it, it takes practice. Mm-hmm. It's not difficult, but in a hunting situation, you know, even the most seasoned hunters, you, you get nervous, you know, you get excited about that animal uh-huh. coming in. Uh-huh. So because um, I have ropes here, I'll have to take my bow over the ropes. But I've got that tree to, to minimize my movement, right, you know, or right. hide it, and I can come in here and, and take that shot. But it's like anything else, anything new, 
anything new. Uh-huh. Might take a little practice. Some guys are going to adapt to it a lot quicker than others. Yeah. But it's not. It looks like there's a lot of parts, moving pieces. But once you're dialed in, and you find and you've done it for a little while and find your comfort, at least for me. I think it's awesome. It's it, it's it's awesome. Something good to practice in the off season, you know. Get get out in the front yard and climb a tree and and practice that stuff. Well, and that's what I'll do. Like I'll, I'll take this platform and I'll put it at the base of the tree and lock in and just shoot from it at, at different targets. Just mm-hmm. you know, standing at, at the range and shooting versus standing on this is not much different. But doing it at different angles is the key. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. But then you know you cannot ever. And we'll say this because I was basketball. You can't simulate gameplay. Yeah. When that that deer comes in, game's you know, on. The ga- yeah, you, <laughs> your, your bodies might act react a little differently, you know, yeah, yeah. versus being calm and cool and collective. But uh, um, but so another thing we have here, we have uh, tethered has some knee pads. I don't know if you guys have seen. Oh yeah. So what we did is. Uh, you know, most knee pads that are made are, are usually for carpenters and stuff like that, people that are on the ground. Uh-huh. We took uh, uh, an idea of the knee pad, and we, we, we dug in a little bit deeper. So, Because when I'm sitting or leaning, I can lean or I, I'm sitting with my knees into the tree. That way, you know, there's no, 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 uh, excuse me, no noise here. We've got that waffle grid pattern. Oh, yeah. Kind of grips into the tree, too, I'm sure. Exactly. So uh, you've got some comfort there. So, you, you know. If, not that you go around putting your knees in the tree, but you do it. It's not necessarily very comfortable. Right, right. Um, but with these things, they're light, uh, they're quiet. And uh, so that's pretty much it as far as uh, all the things that I'm going to use. Um, I think, I, let's see. I don't I don't think I have it. We also have a, a back band. Uh, so a lot of guys, there's different methods when you're in the tree. You either kind of hang off. Let, just trust your ropes mm-hmm. and kind of lean back. Um, and uh, I don't use a backband until it's I'm going to hunt all day. It, you know, your body will fatigue uh-huh. just like sitting in a stand. You know, you're sitting in your back, whatever. Right. So this backband is basically a continuous loop with a little bit of padding, and I'll put it in my front carabiner, and I'll lean back like this, and I'll get back support. Just so, a little bit more support, lumbar. And, and it's a lot, and it makes it – it's almost like – I, I hate to compare it like this. I don't know what else to say, but it's almost like sitting in a recliner. Uh-huh. I mean, that's what it's called, a recliner. You lean back, and you can adjust it up or down, lower, back support, high, uh-huh. whatever. And so if you if a deer comes in, all you do is lean up, and it'll drop down. So it's not in your way. Right. So right. It, it's really nice to, uh, to, to, to have that. You know, and a lot of guys, they don't hunt without them because they like, like them so much. But uh, um, the fact that, uh, again – Using the tree for cover, uh-huh. I can go 360 around it uh, in most situations, depending on where I'm hunting. You know, mm-hmm. if I have the shot, um, that that that's just sold me on it. That the and everything else we talked about, getting in uh, with low weight, low bulk. Uh, I'm not making noise. My, you know, I'm six five. So when I used to take that climber in the woods and the, those big. Uh, um, metal or what are or the, that cinch around the tree? What am I talking? Uh, yeah, the. Yeah, we know. Anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to go under these branches, and right. one would get caught in there, and then I'm sitting there, and I want to fuss at myself or, or angry, you know, because right, I'm right. caught. I'm trying to be quiet. That's a lot of a lot of weight and a lot of uh, space you're taking up coming through the woods. Yep, you, know, you can't yep. slip through and be quiet. Exactly, and and you know, or it'll ding on the on the metal or something yeah. like that. So I I don't 
I don't have to run into that anymore. Yeah. So I think what's great about it too is the, the ability to go in uh, to spots that maybe you don't wouldn't normally go to because it's so much further to walk or you know find you find those spots where the big big dogs are. You know. Right, and you know uh, especially public land hunting, you got uh, a lot of guys that are only going to go about a hundred yards in, mm-hmm. and so now I can push further and. Sometimes I'll try to use their presence to maybe help push deer towards me, or there's a sp- spot I found that I know I feel very confident nobody else will probably go to because we right. all know uh-huh. that every if you found that spot, somebody else has found it at some point. But like I'm hoping that that I can get there, and uh, uh, again, uh, entry into the to the woods is very key as far as you know not pushing game and trying to be in. If it's done right, you, you know, even then, you don't know when the, where all the game's going to be 24-7. So, right. But it, it ups your chances, um, and that's been a key for me. But the cool thing about it is, too, is I talk to a lot of private land guys that are really into this. What you can do is – and um, you can go get you, like, you know, a 20-foot section of sticks and just put up in a tree and multiple – because you can go to a lot of places and get those for, what, $30 or $40, which isn't very expensive. Mm-hmm. Go put those presets up, and all you walk in is with this and your platform. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to have uh, sticks to climb or whatever. You already got that. So um, I think we've all been there where there's been that one day you're just 60 yards too far away, and you see all these game coming down this one trail. Well, with this, it's so easy to move and quiet. Uh-huh. Well, you just climb down and go about 40, 50 yards closer. You, and, and this is where the private land guys are like, you know, because – Deer are going to pattern us too, right? Yeah. So they know where that stand is, and that's why they're sixty yards from you. <laughs> so now you just move. Yep. So that's been been cool for you know public or private. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, I think about the the platform real quick. The, the, they make a step too, right? That kind of wraps around the tree that you can step around. Is that um, right? Th- there, we don't. Um, but it's an option. There, there's. Uh, um, I found with this. Um, because it's attached to the tree, with these angles, you can push off, and, and you've got these uh, oh, this yeah. traction here. Mm-hmm. You can push off and, and go around the tree. But yes, to answer your question, um, this strap right here, there are uh, aftermarket stuff that people have a little peg or something right. that you can put on there. I've used them, um, and I thought that I'd like them, but it ends up being more just more work for me to, to attach. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I found that I don't really use them like I thought I would. It's not that, you know, you don't have to get that far around the tree but, to get but the But that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about saddle hunting. What I may like, you might like something different, and there's mm-hmm. so many options out there. Yeah. To, 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 and these guys are super creative. They make their own stuff up. And, I'm you know, I'm sitting there doing shows, and I'll meet guys and show them and They'll give me new ideas or say, well, look what I'm doing. I'm like, man, so we're always learning, you know. Uh-huh. If you if you are closed-minded to think you know it all, you're done, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I always want to keep getting knowledge, whether it's good or bad. I learn either I don't want to do that or, you know, that's something for me. Yeah. Hey, speaking of breaking news, is there some news about relocating or a, a place in Tennessee where we're – well, this stuff's just be so happens, uh, uh, Tethered has bought a complex uh, in Columbia, Tennessee, uh-huh. and everything is moving here to Middle Tennessee. Wow! All right, and awesome. uh, starting this spring, hopefully, we're going to have everything ready for sure by the summer. We'd like to do a an open house and invite people out and. Uh, 
I mean, obviously, I live here, so I'm super pumped. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I'm in Spring Hill, so it's 20 minutes south of me. But uh-huh. all the guys are moving here, have a huge headquarters. going to have, a, a, a hopefully, a, a, a bow shop. We're going to have a, a little range. It's like 10 acres down there, awesome. and it's going to be pretty sweet. Sweet. Well, go check out their website, tetherednation.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find their social media there online. Uh so check out their videos, their teach and train uh, section, and learn where they're going to be, where you can go demo these products and check them out. And Adrian, thank you. Yeah, guys, it was a pleasure. I yeah. Could, are we done already? Yeah. <laughs> Time flies. Man, I, I, got more, you I got more to say. We'll, <laughs> we'll definitely have you back for sure. So, uh, Don, thank you. You bet. You bet. Thanks again, Adrian. It was a Appreciate pleasure, guys. It. Enjoyed it. Thanks so much. All right. Well, this is Tennessee Wildcast, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.